to The Insatiable Appetite. My name is Renee Wheeler. I am a senior consultant here at the Hartman Group, and I am joined by my colleague, Danielle Kleiner-Cantor, who is also a senior consultant here at the Hartman Group. Hey, Renee, it's great to be with you today. You too. So today we're going to be discussing Gen Z adult eating occasions as a follow-up to our recent podcast on kid and teen eating occasions. Yeah, and this content is sourced from the Hartman Group's 2021 Compass Eating Occasions database. If you're a frequent listener, you've heard us talk about this before. But for those of you who aren't familiar, this is an online survey in which we field three times per year in the spring, summer, and fall. And in this, we're capturing everything that the respondent had to eat and drink in the past 24 hours, followed by a deep dive into one to two of those occasions. Uh, this can include where the occasion took place, who was present, when did they decide what to have, what cooking methods, if any, were involved, where did they source the food and beverage on that occasion, um, what the need states driving their occasions are. And there's a lot more than that, uh, but we don't have time to list everything. So let's dig in, Renee. Sounds good. Now, if you listen to our most recent Eating Occasions podcast, you'll know that we also capture parent-reported child occasions and self-reported teen occasions. So today we're going to shift our focus back to adults, uh, specifically young adults, or whom we'll refer to as Gen Z adults, who in 2021 were between the ages of 18 and 24 years old. Yeah, and let's start off with some demographic characteristics of Gen Z consumers. Given their age, it's no surprise that they're more likely than older generations to have lower household incomes, lower education levels, to be single, and to live in households with four or more people. They're also more likely to be a student, be unemployed, or work part-time. They're less likely to have children in the household and identify as Caucasian. And we'll see that some of these demographic differences impact Gen Z eating behaviors across the day. All right, so diving into occasions, let's start with when are Gen Z adults eating across the day? And really, for the most part, when Gen Z eat across the day, it resembles that of total U.S. adults. However, there's two exceptions, the mid-morning snack and the late night snack or meal occasion, both of which Gen Z are more likely to participate in. So on an average day, 42% of Gen Z adults have a mid-morning snack, which we define as a snack just in between breakfast and lunch, compared to only 32% of total US adults. Now, 30% of Gen Z have a late night snack or meal versus 22% of total adults. And that's actually significantly higher than in 2020, when many Gen Z adults were actually kind of foregoing that late night socializing, eating out, etc. because of the pandemic. In terms of who they eat with. Gen Z adults are much more likely to eat with family. In fact, 35% of Gen Z adults take uh, occasions take place with family members compared to only 23% of total occasions. And we saw the share of Gen Z occasions among family increase significantly in 2020, actually in an increase of six percentage points um, at the beginning of the pandemic as many moved in with parents or family members due to financial impacts associated with the pandemic. 
Gen Z adults are less likely to eat with a partner or significant other, but are just as likely to eat alone and with friends when compared to total adult occasions. Really interesting. And we also look at where Gen Z adult eating occasions are taking place. And we see that they are more likely to take place at a restaurant when compared to total occasions or other home away from home locations, you know, such as a park, a sporting event, uh, on the go or while commuting when compared to total occasions. And interestingly, we did not see any significant shifts in where Gen Z were eating from 2019 through 2021. So the pandemic did not have the same effect on Gen Z adults as it did on older generations who saw a large increase in at-home occasions and drop in at-work and restaurant occasions in 2020 during the beginning of the pandemic. Also really interesting there. So moving on, what are they doing while they eat? I always want to know, you know, what's occupying their time while they're eating? So similar to all adults, watching television is the top activity followed by just nothing, right? So simply just enjoying their meal and snack. But beyond this is where we see some interesting skews. Uh, Gen Z are much more likely than total adults to play video games while they eat. In fact, 14% of Gen Z at-home occasions involve playing video games on a mobile device, and 11% involve playing video games on a TV-based console. Now, they're twice as likely than total adults to also browse and shop the internet on a mobile device while eating, and that's at 12% versus 6% of total occasions. So let's talk about cooking next. As we found in our recent syndicated study on meals, the majority of Gen Z adults say that they love to cook at home. But at the same time, they're much less likely than total adults to say that they know a lot about cooking techniques and ingredients. This is likely a belief that correlates with less experience and even just the need to cook. For example, many Gen Zers still have others in the household preparing food and making decisions about what to eat for them, at least to a certain extent. Yeah. In fact, uh, Gen Z adults are least likely of all adult generations to make all of the decisions about what to have or to say that they did all or most of the preparation. So instead, Gen Z adults are more likely to make some of the decisions about what to have or to help with that assembly or prep. So for example, a parent, a roommate might've made the decision to have taco night, but then they're deciding, you know, what toppings do I have with that? Or perhaps making, joining in, making a side dish. Now they're also more likely to simply just let someone else make all of the decisions for them and let them do the preparation. And when they're not sourcing from restaurant, they're also more likely than total adults to turn to those ready-to-eat foods and beverages that don't require any preparation. But at the same time, four out of ten of these occasions also involve moderate to heavy levels of prep. So they're still doing some cooking. Mm-hmm. And when they are cooking, uh, stovetop and microwave are the top preparation methods. 
Yet toasting, stir-frying, and one-pot crock-pot cooking stand out as more utilized preparation methods used by Gen Z when compared to Total. And this emphasis on crock-pot cooking, which many consumers consider to be somewhat of a cooking shortcut, is interesting in the context that almost one quarter of Gen Z said that they acquired or improved that specific cooking skill during the pandemic. And 87%, which is an even larger amount of Gen Z adults, said that they acquired or improved at least one cooking skill or technique during the pandemic. So overall, the pandemic is a time when many Gen Z adults were learning more about food preparation, which could be influenced by this generation having spent more time at home during the pandemic. Mm -hmm. Very interesting. And lastly, we, we wanted to touch on need states, right? So what are those kind of important feelings and considerations driving food and beverage choices among Gen Z? So first, taking a look at emotion, emotions or feelings, you know, we find that Gen Z adults, um, as with other adults, are primarily driven by hunger, right? Followed by delight and simply just eating out of habit. Now, when compared to total occasions, though, Gen Z adult occasions are more likely to involve feelings such as being tired, bored, sad, upset, even being off balance and wanting something to kind of help them refocus, um, being distracted or having to multitask while eating is more common among Gen Z occasions. But I also wanted to note that also more common among Gen Z when compared to total is that that desire to want to connect with others and having that food and beverage um, selection that would also impress others that they're eating with. Mm -hmm. Yeah, lots of important implications for how to reach Gen Z. Uh (laughs) Moving away from emotions to now looking at important considerations. Uh, The most important consideration for Gen Z occasions are centered around convenience, followed by price and having foods and beverages with better flavor, specifically bold and exciting or even unusual flavors and authentic flavors from around the globe. And while Gen Z may make more allowances for indulgent foods and brands that aren't necessarily kind of allowed in the house due to their young age, they're still very focused on having foods and beverages made with real simple ingredients. Uh, Specifically, organic certifications are an important attribute for this generation. Having grown up with this is an easily identifiable marker of quality. In addition, Gen Z also over-indexed slightly on needs around health sustainability, engaging with those who care about food or the food system, and getting culinary assistance from trusted sources. However, it's important to note, though, that they're not over-indexing to the extent in which millennials over-index on these needs, as they're simply not yet as involved with the decision-making and the preparation as we already talked about. That's a really good point. And some of these emotions and considerations are closely linked to the food and beverage attributes more likely to be sought by Gen Z, which address both physical and mental needs. Specifically, Gen Z occasions are more likely to be about hydration, waking up, and supporting athletic performance, but also having something that helps them relax and unwind. And this last thing, the relaxing and unwinding may be particularly important as Gen Z is also more focused on reducing stress and anxiety. Mm -hmm, Definitely. So to wrap things up, there are a few things 
that we've learned today that those in the food and beverage industry should take into consideration when trying to attract these younger consumers. So first, format matters, right? Gen Z are more likely to be on the move while eating. So products that can be easily eaten on the go are key. In addition, ready to eat items are important for this generation. But being on the go, many Gen Z say they just don't have time to cook. So also offering meal helpers that can expedite the process but still create that engaging experience are key. Options that go beyond traditional American cuisine and instead incorporate those bold, exciting, and authentic global flavors that Gen Z have a preference for are really important. Mm -hmm. And it's also important to note that health and sourcing are also critical. Fresh, less processed attributes such as real simple ingredients, organic certification, and sustainable production are all key, along with functional benefits for both physical and mental health. Well, Danielle, I think we covered quite a bit on the topic of Gen Z adults today. So I think that's a great place for us to wrap up. Now, if listeners would like to learn more about Gen Z adults or the capabilities of our Eating Occasions database, please reach out to us here at the Hartman Group. We are here to help you navigate any questions and challenges about what all of this means for your specific business. So thank you so much for joining me today, Danielle. And thank you all for listening. And please catch us again on the next episode of the insatiable appetite thank you